Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here I am. Whoa, I'm a little loud. It's the Nikki Glazer podcast. I'm Nikki Glazer. I'm here with Andrew Collin. <laughs> Noah is in Arizona. She went to a jujitsu <laughs> class this morning and a woman had an owl. An owl! An owl in the class. Did she explain why she brought the owl? Is it a comfort animal? I I have I didn't have a chance to go up and talk to her. There's no fallow up. <laughs> <laughs> with like why oh you didn't have a chance to talk to her about the owl i didn't have a chance to hoot and holler with her about the owl love it <laughs> was andrew she, was she rolling around too i want to like no no she she had just brought her sister into class who was a part oh. of the class so this was okay what's going on with your socks what, what's the story there is this another case of i didn't look before i bought um what's the socks they're like I polka dot blacks I got black them. socks with polka dots with like a I got them at Blue. TJ Maxx. 
And oh, they came in a set. When did you become a Maxinista? I don't know. I was in the Hamptons. <laughs> I went to TJ Maxx. Oh. <laughs> it's seven ninety nine for dress socks for Hannah's wedding. So oh, gotcha. They gave you an assortment. And at first, I was like, you know what? I wish I just got all gray one and black ones. No, they're but- kind of fun. They like they accessorize the outfit a little bit. You know, I'm just silly, and I like yeah. to show it through my fashion. Are, your shoes are are turning blue. Is that just my eyes? So these shoes, you pay extra, and they come dirty. Is that real? Yeah, they're an Italian band. It's uh, Italian brand. Okay, called Diodora. Oh, and you pay. Those came scuffed up like that. Yeah, not. I swear. Why did you not get the white ones? I like them a little scuffy. It makes it look like I walked down the Italian steps. Then why don't you buy all your shoes <laughs> scuffed up? Why have some shoes that look nice? Some don't have the option. Ooh, the way that tongue is to the side. Will you just please put that in the middle? It is going to bother me. What oh, tongue? What? The tongue this of your one? shoe is like to the side. Well, how so? Can you get it for me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I got it. Oh, boy, that is... I would have easily done that yes oh god how much did you pay for those i don't know fucking too much 200 bucks something like that this for was a while ago shoes. yeah who had those huh who has those oh mac miller oh, okay in his video right before he died oh so those are not in fashion for at least four years you know <laughs> i like to bring them back you know r.i.p r.i.p i love no, that they're cool too. yeah i got them in low top or mid top too i and they but they weren't scuffed up so I don't know, man. I, I I've never seen him. You wear this before. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. I don't think you're paying attention. But, you know, every single girl that we saw that, what college did we do? Or where we were? In the, no. Um, we were at some college. Oh, we were like in some city that had a bunch of college. Boston, blue. Boston, Boston. No, the, uh, whatever. Anyways, every young, every girl in their 20s, they're Air Force As Air ones. Force Ones, but they're all scuffed up. So. Yeah, but these Air Force extra. Ones are supposed to not be scuffed up. What do you mean? They're just lazy. Air Force Ones are supposed to be clean and and white, like to be as stylish as possible. Whereas these shoes, I guess, and then the ones that are like the the brand with like the star on it, girls pay like $400 for these shoes and they are supposed to look tattered and you buy them that way. And I understand, I'm not trying to sound like an old boomer that's like these kids with their jeans all Mm -hmm. messed up. Like it really doesn't make sense because it's dirty. It's a dirty white shoe. I understand jeans being ripped because... It do, that doesn't tell me that it's dirty. It tells me that it's like a I worn. Wonder, but I guess that's the style is dirty as worn. Yeah, I don't know if it's sexy or not to see. I don't. I mean, what what do you got going there? These are just scuffed up naturally. But I wish they were white. I recently got a new pair that are sparkling white because I want them to be white. They're Adidas um, high tops, and they kind of remind me of like astronaut shoes. They're just like puffy and awesome and they're cute with everything i'm obsessed with them i got them in gray which i could definitely get a lot dirtier and then i also got them in what these are white ones but they're all scuffed up these are like yours that you bought them like this is exactly the kind of the scuffed up but i i can't i don't like them scuffed i like them white. have you heard of like the the trend that came from the pandemic called goblin style oh goblin style oh yeah oh god (laughs) what's goblin style isn't it you're supposed to look like a goblin? Oh. You just don't <laughs> Is give it from a Eliza's shit? joke? I do think I She do. used to have a joke. I think she has a joke about like goblin mode where she's like <laughs> and she like acts like a goblin. I think this shoe is can be scuffed Could if be. the rest of the outfit is clean. Clean. You can't have scuff on scuff on scuff. Unless you're like a very hot male or female model. But and you the, have to be like usually tall your clothes and are a little scuffed. Like, no. 
not lately. I'm trying. Yeah, that's to, true. You have like more uh, fresh. Yeah, more fresh. So clean lines. So I could, you know, I got scuffed shoes, scuffed teeth, and then everything in between. <laughs> Your teeth came scuffed. I bought some whitening, whitening thing. I don't know. We'll see if it works. I, I wonder if I could just turn my teeth around. What's going on on the back? Maybe. Oh, I it's could, probably worse. <laughs> I could flip them. There's definitely you. If you're not washing the front of them, you're not getting the backs. Dude, I saw a pitch a pic, picture. Love it. Trying. Uh, of uh, my teeth right after braces, like a month after. And I'm like, who the fuck mouth is this? Yeah, I remember you showing that to me. God. Braces just obviously work wonders. The and brace then you myself. stop wearing the retainer. Yeah. But didn't your braces like fall off from natural occurrence, like erosion? Some would say it's natural. Some like, would didn't say your it's braces, under- you didn't get them actually yeah, taken so off? Yeah, so what they happened just, was. You had them ripped off or something. No, no, no. They, were, they fell off a couple times and I did not go to the orthodontist to get them fixed. So my teeth actually kept getting worse inside <laughs> my mouth. So, I, you know, two steps forward, 15 mm-hmm. steps back, right. if you will. So you eventually had an orthodontist make them perfect and then take them no, off. No, they just dissolved. No, they didn't. But they weren't invisible. Did you get a bridge? It's, just... it's like stitches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My you no, bridge? he never got a bridge, I don't think. <laughs> a bridge? Some people, some mine. girls had that. Did you have that? I, I still have oh, it from like when I'm My brother 15. has his. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, I wish I had one and it holds it in place so you don't have to wear a retainer. No, great. Know, but why when, don't they when have does it come off? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, when you go to the dentist, do they say anything, Noah? Are they ever yeah, like? I mean, at this point, I've had it for more than half my life. Yeah, and the dentist goes, "Well, we could scrape it off, or you could just leave it there. Just leave it because your teeth will do weird things after it. If, if it's not causing you any pain or you know making them gunky." Did you have braces in high school or just now? Middle school. <laughs> Middle school. Yeah, I got them off in eighth grade. I had them from uh, sixth to eighth grade. Those are the prime oh, years good. to get them. Yeah, oh yeah. Because you're growing. It's, oh all, it's like a puberty thing. Everything's. I had the straightest, most perfect teeth when they came off, and then right away, they they didn't snap all the way back. But then you know things shifted very quickly, <laughs> and they even do now. Like I get my teeth perfect. Like I take my retainers out or my Invisalign out for a couple hours, right back to this tooth pops out right away. Like boing. Like it just. But when it's trained to be in place, it it you know I gotta. I don't know what I gotta do. I mean, I, never be I, I, you I never really can tell. It's you know, Tom Cruise was I, famously. Of, oh yeah, saw Top yeah. Gun Maverick last night. Oh. Got a hat from it. I was no. shocked that you went to see that movie, considering your fear of air, air shows. shows. Yeah, um, Chris, my boyfriend, sitting next to me the whole time, thought oh. I was in hell <laughs> because the whole time I'm closing my eyes, I'm pulling my hat down that I just got my my. That was at the theater that hat? Yeah, because it was like an event. It was a um, radio event. And so I was like, I had my hat over my eyes. Um, (laughs) I would be on my phone. I would look at my phone. It's dim lit. No one could see it in my lap. But I was just like, I don't want to see planes flying close to each other. It just freaks me out too much. I don't like fast things. I don't like fast and the furious. I don't like, I I was in the bathroom during it. And I go, I would sign a document right now that said, if you will go the rest of your life and never, ever see any action sequence in a movie ever, <laughs> the rest of your life, or a TV show, yeah. I would have no problem signing that. None. Because what it does is it stresses me out. It raises my cortisol levels. It raises my adrenaline. It raises. It makes my body feel stressed. It ages me. Because I had to meditate, so I closed my eyes during those scenes because it's so loud. I put in my um, AirPods. Yeah, and put in the noise canceling because it was so loud. It was in an IMAX. 
It was way too loud. I mean, this was damaging people's ears for sure. Um, I think that's what the fighter pilots probably hear. Like you turn into fighter pilots probably put in soundproof things in their ears, right? Yeah, I was trying to kamikaze myself. Like <laughs> I want, I would, I wanted. I was like, I, for the whole time I was thinking if there was a shooting, I would be prepared for it because of how much I'm reading about Columbine. That is what I was thinking about. Because, you know, you go to theaters, you think of packed theaters, you think mm-hmm. of that, you know, you know, there's been the, the Aurora shooting. I was like, if a gunman came in here, I think, and I don't know, but yeah. because I have put myself in the Columbine and the Parkland now that I'm reading that book, situation so much, and I've been- So what this- would you do? Guy comes in, he's underneath I the I would screen. not hide. I would not. I would try to. I would try to tackle him, honestly, <laughs> because I'm gonna get shot either way. I would. Okay. I so would, you're gonna go at him. I would run. For, I would just try to run first. I would not try to hide. At first, I might, and, but my instincts would say. I'd put another pair of AirPods in. Yeah. And just. I mean, I would just just run. Would Do you not hide? Try to hide? Would you hide? You wouldn't hide. I'd because... play dead. I, if I if oh. I did have to hide, I would just awesome. play dead. I would literally take blood off of someone else and put it on my face or something to look like I have a wound. That's a just good idea. Just went through your period. You just grab that, yeah. throw it on your neck. That's a good idea. Okay. Yeah. When it, just make sure you see any scary movie, movie with on a my period. <laughs> That's a good idea. Bring my diva cup. Do you think? Spill <laughs> it on my temple. Not to like put. Chris on the spot here, but would you go save me? Would you go to the guy Chris next to you? Chris would save me. Chris would sacrifice himself to save me. He would be a hero in the, the moment. Um, I would be, that's the best thing like about him for me is that I know he would, he would put himself in the line of fire for me without question for honestly, for anyone. He's mm-hmm. just like a person like that. He likes saving. He like, he's a hero. Um, I, would not do the same probably because I just instinctually I don't go to I go to self preservation and m- let me just say most of the people in Columbine did as well and they had a lot of feelings afterwards about like why did I do that why did I yeah. not wait for others because you were right not to because you would have gotten shot and so would they so just run yeah, skedaddle I mean I think in war to I, you're not in war it's time to protect yourself the problem is is after the fact listen no one knows what they're save- gonna do by the way. I'm just oh, saying I think I think I'd freeze. I've run it through my head so many times of what I would do now that I've like when you're reading this book you're you're there like you my my heart's like for some reason I don't have adrenaline about scenes like that in reading them but um well, it's not that loud. movie god damn it that was so loud Tom Cruise <laughs> I liked looking at his face He looked good He is so good looking Yeah he doesn't age Fuck huh? I wanted him to age and by the way I know that there's a whole post-production team, team yes. that has made his face look better okay, than it did on camera. I was going to ask. Without question, there's certain celebrities that have carve-outs in their deal where they'll only sign on to a picture if they use allocates a lot of the budget for post-work where y- you see these actresses on in close-ups on camera and you go, God, they're flawless and it's film, so it must be their real skin tone. No, 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 no. They're a lot... J-Lo, Aniston... Cruz, those are the ones I know of. You also put a guy in an F-15 plane. He's going to look pretty hot. Yeah, know? with all the, the, the pressure <laughs> holding him back. So wait, oh, so the was, he, was the God, movie any good? Yeah, it was great. Really? Yeah. I mean, Chris thought I hated it. We got out of the movie and he was kind of like, like felt bad because the yeah. whole time I'm just like putting my the bill of my hat down and just um, looking at my lap. But I don't need to witness the action scenes to 
understand the story and everything like that. I, I can still enjoy a movie if I'm covering my eyes. People don't understand feel good? There- Sorry. Go Did you feel good going outside your comfort zone and seeing, you know, like being his companion for this movie and stuff? Um, yeah, yeah, being his goose. Yeah, I did. Was his goose? <laughs> goose dies in the first one. Yeah. Does his son come back in this one? I feel yeah, like his son is really. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't. I just you didn't got, know that. I swear to God. Yeah, Miles Teller plays his son. Oh. And um, so is Tom an instructor now? That's not like a spoiler alert, by the way. You find that out like yeah. immediately. So I'm not reading it. Um, I'm just guessing. Yeah, Tom. Tom comes back. I'm not giving. I like you know. Earmuffs if you don't want to know anything, but I'm not going to give away any. I, I'm not an idiot. I know how to talk. They about play it. volleyball in it. They play uh, uh, football. Oh, okay. Um, there's there's a lot of music callbacks. There's he's just handsome and charming the whole damn time. There is a new guy though. Not Miles Teller. Oh my god. So this is probably the the There is a new Val Kilmer character? Yes. Like the kind of the <laughs> asshole yeah, yeah, yeah. of the group, the one that's like What's giving he doing? everyone shit. What's this guy doing? Flat top? He is so attractive. <laughs> Can I see him? Can we look him up? Dude, his name is Something Glenn. I love a hot young man. Let me see. Uh, and Chris told me that when he was living in Hollywood at, a couple of years ago before the pandemic, he was going to the gym and him and this guy were working out. He was like, we were both chasing the same figure. We were <laughs> both chasing the same physique at the same time. And he had heard when he was going to the gym with this guy that he was, this guy was cast in the new Top Gun. And so he- Glenn Powell? Ugh. Is that him? Yeah. He is a cutie. Yeah, he's handsome. If I, I mean, he is so adorable in this, the way he like- Choose on a fucking. I had to kind of. I've seen movies with Chris before, <laughs> and we do this thing where, like, if a hot girl comes on screen or a hot guy, he'll just like slowly put his hand over my eyes to be like, "Don't look at that," you know, as a joke. And um, we try not to make each other feel bad if we're like turned on. We're not like the couple that goes like, "God, he's hot," you know, like we're like sensitive to that. But so I was trying to keep it in my pants. But um, <laughs> he's got like a Ryan Reynolds. He was kind of thing going. adorable and um <sighs> and. Uh, All American boy here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I, uh, I would just do that in scenes where, to Chris, I would put my hands over his eyes in scenes where um, there were like jets going fast, yeah, <laughs> stuff yeah, like you know, yeah, just like yeah, the same yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> but um, one time we went to go see X Men, one of the X Men, a million Four? years ago. Who knows? No, I don't know anything. But it's the opening scene, and Hugh Jackman is getting out of bed. And it's just a scene of his back and he just like stretches because he's waking up in the morning. And I accidentally went, I like gasped. I was like, (gasps) from a back, from just how hot his back was. And Chris was like, did you just gasp? And I was like, I did not mean to do that. And he, it's been this like running joke. They talk about it on his show all the time. Like the time I gasped accidentally, but Jennifer Connelly's in this. I'm just tired of this. Like this kind of character, that's what, always sultry? like. I'm on to you. The whole movie, she's just like, <laughs> go see it and just watch the first scene that Jennifer Connelly's in. She is so I could the screen a million times. Did I just Miles kept Teller looking at her, probably no, it's Tom Cruise's oh. love interest. Jennifer Connelly's like born in sixty. No, I know, but Tom Cruise banged the instructor in the first one, who was older than him. Oh, really? Oh, I don't did. think she was older. I think she was probably the same age, but we all think she was older. But she was the instructor. She comes off older on the oh, show. Oh, okay, Nicole Eckert. Remember, she like... <laughs> but I kept killing the screen. I never saw the first Top Gun, but I kept killing the screen because Jennifer Connelly's character is just so like, 
I'm on to you. And she's like this cool woman that like runs a bar and is just so sweet. And you know what character I'm sick of is the daughter of the mom who the guy in the movie is dating, who's like a precocious little adolescent who's like, if you break my mom's heart, I'll kill you. Like that, like she's uh, kind yeah, of like yeah. sweet. Like and Juno like, kind of thing. Yes. Just like this, like kind of angsty, likable, like smarter than her age, wise beyond her years, kind of like girl that's like, listen, my mom, she's had a lot of heartbreak in her life. And if you do it to her again, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Like that kind of like sweet. <laughs> Too much confidence. No more of age. those characters. Stop writing them. They're boring. Um, what would that real character be? Would probably just go to her room and just be like, one day I'll say something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I guess, I guess that's all you can really do with that character because otherwise you'd be like, why did they just have that girl like scurry through the scene scared? <laughs> yeah, just playing with her socks. Okay. It's like, I don't want to. <laughs> we got to go to break. We'll I come back dad. with more. Andrew! I'm on the rooftop, coming down, flying down a wing stop. Get some chicken down by the rooftop. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time. Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. 
if you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. <laughs> yeah, so I saw Top Gun Maverick. I do recommend it. It is, um, you know, Chris and his brother and his brother's wife also went with us. And that's fun. Afterwards, they were talking about how um, they almost, I like, I cried at the end. I got a little, I, I welled up. I did, a tear did not materialize, but there were tears welling. It's, it's very good. Wow. Um, but Chris said he almost cried a couple times. You know, Tom would just be like talking to Goose's ghost and be like, what should I do, Goose? Or like, are you with me? He'd say shit like that. And Chris would be like, that almost got me. And I I could hear sniffles throughout the crowd of like men just kind of like, you know, waiting until like the next scene. And then they'd like go like, oh, oh, I have an itch on my eye where it was like, okay, now he can wipe his tears because everyone's not waiting. You know, yeah, I could sense that a lot. But I said, um, yeah, there was a couple times that I, I almost started crying about halfway through at this one part where I checked my phone to see the running time and it was two hours and 17 minutes and I oh. was like, Jesus fucking Christ. I, this is a seven o'clock movie and it didn't start it, it, after the previews until 7.28. I'm getting out of there at 9.45 for a seven o'clock movie. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here with this shit. Even though it did fly by. <laughs> no pun intended. Hey. <laughs> Top Gun. Goose. <laughs> Ice man, hangman, 
Oh, was that his son too? It was no, all the Hangman's sons. the hot guy. Jesus Christ. This his guy, name's Hangman I'm so excited it? to have a new crush. I looked him up. He's 6'1". He's dated um, girls before that seem like they're not all actresses. Like some of them actually seem like interesting and uh, to have personalities outside of, you know, pretending to be other people. Not that actresses aren't interesting, but come on, let's be honest with ourselves. He looks like my buddy that I tried to set you up with one time. Really? I think so. He kind of looks like the guy from the OC, the blonde His one. eyes are close together. Yeah, I like it. I like a little Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> like they're almost crossing. Yeah, we were looking at Ryan Reynolds this weekend, and I go, he's got, a, he's got his eyes are pretty close together. <laughs> no Ryan Cyclops. Yeah, I mean, who am I to, to say anything about anyone's looks? Like, you know, we're all uh, insecure. We joke that Ryan Reynolds always looks like he's looking at a penis. Oh, yeah. Everyone goes a little cross-eyed before a blowjob. Whoa. Whoa. Like a penis is coming right <laughs> for his face. Like, yeah. an, like an F-15, dude. Hangman. Yeah. Um, I saw... <laughs> Uh, I keep wanting to say Die Hard. I, th- I saw you equally... at six in the morning this morning or something. You saw me at six in the morning. Six thirty. Would you saw me? You driving? Was yeah, that you? Where did? Why were you up at that? I, I went to my F forty five class at six o'clock. Yeah. Oh my god. Were you going to radio or something? Were you no, doing? I was. Um, I was going to. I felt like I was catching you in like. Whenever you see someone that early, yeah, I felt <laughs> Where'd like. Where'd you see me? <laughs> just driving. I drove literally right behind on, you. On uh, Kings Highway or no, Lin- no, in Lindell. the gar- in the garage. Oh, in the garage. And then I was like, That's so funny. I wanted to honk, but then I was like, <laughs> I don't know why. I didn't think you were up to no good, but I was also like, I don't want to intrude <laughs> in your up to life. No good. That's so funny. What would I be up to? I don't know. What do you I think I was doing? Either. Well, at first I was like, I just. I didn't know. Radio's a good guess. Radio was my number one guess. Doctor's appointment, maybe. Yeah, it was a doctor's appointment. I went oh. to a um, body guy, a guy that like checks your alignment and works on like oh. your um, muscles and a uh, manual therapist kind of guy that like how figures did you find out this your... guy through Chris. He sees him for like learning how to stretch and learning what muscles to build to like figure out like the aches and pains like how it's all connected. And so my bunions have recently have been starting to run in a different way to like prevent them and it's throwing off my alignment and i can tell that there's like things going on that are going to cause injury not yet but i'm just trying to get ahead of it and so he just taught he watched me walk and he took pictures of me standing and figured out like how uh, i'm off balance and it's because i have really strong legs because my um my calf muscles are super super tight because i have no ass muscles at play and it's all aligned for some reason and my chest is really i have no chest muscles um but my right butt cheek is really is pretty strong my <laughs> left is not at all my calves are too tight so he gave Wait, me all why these is that? why is the right stronger because you've um, been running like even how i'm sitting right here like i'm supposed to start sitting like this more uh. crossing my other leg trying to i have to do a sharon stone a little bit more because <sighs> this makes this engages this glute and um, I stand with my hips. Makes I stand sense. like a banana, so I like stand like woo, like like mm-hmm. that. Um, if if I look down, I did have big boobs today, so I don't know if this checks. But if you're if you stand, you're supposed to look down and see your your toes. And I can't often see my toes because my hips are out so much. I can't see in front of my toes. So maybe you now, do this have isn't a about butt, weight. You're... If you're like a thin person, yeah maybe that doesn't have huge boobs you should be able to see your toes and so now i have to push my hips back it's just a whole thing so it was good though but i really wanted him to get in there and like does he stretch you and stuff no but he's taught me stretches but i was like i go 
he said something about, oh, this will get less painful because I was doing these stretches that he told me because my calves are fucking so tight. And so I was doing these, um, you know, rolling out. He mm-hmm. taught me the specific way to do it. And I was like, oh, no, mama, mama, mama. <laughs> and I was just like, whoa. <laughs> and he's like, it'll get way less painful as we go on. I go, is it bad that I don't want yeah, it to be less painful? Like, I love it. <laughs> and he was like, no. I know you're kind. And I was like, I I just, I love the pain. I was like, I don't go get massages unless I'm in pain. Like, I love it. And he said, I said, I think I'm, you know, a masochist. And he was like, well, I'm a sadist and a masochist. So I like to give people pain. And I was like, please put me in pain. But he didn't do any painful stuff to me. I was kind of upset about it. But um, he did say I am hyper flexible. And that is why I have so, my joints are like jelly and I move too much. And I'm too... Like, I am one of those, like, car dealership things. <laughs> like, I can, all my joints are willy-nilly, and so nothing stops me from my arms going all the way back. My shoulders can go back. My, my, I can do this, like, over my head. Like, I have, my joints are jelly. So my, so things go out of place, and I don't overcorrect. Most people, they stop. There's, like, a hinge where it's like, okay, this is as far as you can go, but because I can keep going, my muscles, there's no muscles needing to, like, the wrong muscles are holding me in, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, no, my legs are like a screen door. You know, like the that kicks oh, back. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what my hamstrings are. Oh. So my hamstrings are very tight. Because mm-hmm. I go to that stretch place. Yes. Which is pretty lazy, but it's nice. You know? What they do you mean just, it's lazy? I mean, you should probably just stretch yourself, but it's, Oh, you know. my God. I love getting stretched so out. So they do this thing where they'll push. I mean, that sounds sexual, but. They'll push this. It is. So this is as far as I go. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So I we're mean, looking at Andrew's. Um, he's probably got about a th- uh, sixty degree angle between his thigh and, and his. And you have a hundred twenty degree. So I, I could do this uh, all the way up. <laughs> straight your leg, though. But I, straight my leg. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's gonna be a different story. Still, that's pretty solid. Yeah. I would like to be able to do this. But he said to me, he was like, "You're a great. You're, you're gonna be amazing." He was like, "You just need a simple fixes. If you do this regimen, he was like, you're gonna." You're gonna, your life is gonna change, and I'm gonna be taller because I, I stand like a banana, so I don't even reach my full height. Yeah. Uh, if you're standing like a banana, you're not doing. So I'm gonna gain like an inch, or a half an inch. I mean, I'm, stretching think- now. I mean, look, my dad has a fake hip, or my gr- uncle has two fake hips. Mm-hmm. It. Your it fake hip now. with those shoes. Oh, that's pretty good. That's fucked up. <laughs> that was pretty good. No, it's just that fucked was really up. Good. You know, I try really hard. <laughs> I mean, I know. I bought them scuffed. <laughs> Mac Miller died in these shoes. I'm trying, okay? He was lawn mowing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do look like lawnmower shoes. Like shoes you'd wear. These shoes are cool as fuck. They are cool as fuck. There's no doubt about it. But it's just interesting. I want to know what they did to fuck them up. And oh, why there's they're... probably a guy there that just has a fucking... Wouldn't that be fun? You just... No, you probably throw him in a dryer with like a Crayola pet, like some brown Crayola, uh, and it heats it up and it like gets them all. It is weird that they come scuffed because it's very easy to scuff white shoes. It takes fucking three seconds to scuff them. Yeah, it would take not not much time at all. Um, but yeah, so I'm a little worried that I'll have fake hips by the time in like within 10 years. But I mean, you're going to the stretch place. I doubt your dad ever did that. No, my dad. How far away is that stretch place? Is it a stretch to get there? No, it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a rock throw. Seriously, how far is it? 20, 15 minutes. How much is it per sesh? Not that bad. 
I, I'd have to look it up, but it's not that bad. And they, how long do, do they stretch you for? Either twenty or forty. Do they only stretch, or do they like? Do they do any massage or anything? They do like a little that? massage. They'll bring out the thumper or the fucking. Do they talk to you the whole time, or can you do it in silence? Do it in silence. But the problem is, it's not an individual room, so you are sitting by a couple other people. Are there any ways? Can you pay more to go back in a room and have them fuck you? I mean, no, stretch you. What did I say? Fuck. Let's get to like literal. They have cryotherapy too. Oh. Which is, you know, you've done Lord that plenty cry. of times. Yeah. In a freezer. Have you ever done that? Um, no. But what is that supposed to do? We should do it. Yeah. Where Let's your try. head's sticking out of it, but the rest of your body is like in the chamber. What's it supposed to do? Um, Just make your dick small and then you feel better when it gets longer. It's good for circulation. <laughs> oh, it's good for circulation. Oh, that too. oh, you know what I did get, which has been so fun, is a, um, I signed up for this like vegan box that sends me like vegan beauty products every month. It's called Kinder Box, and I love it. I've learned I've gotten so many projects. I don't really like those boxes usually, but this one I really like. Um, but I got these little face suction cups that you put like a serum on your face, like the mm-hmm. one I use, the squalene one I use, and then you use this suction cup, and then you just suck all over your skin, and you just like travel it. And you suck it once so that it's sucked. And then you just move it around your skin and your skin gets like flushed with like color because all the blood like rushes to it. It just feels so healthy. Well, they do that for your back. Those fucking cup things. Yes, exactly. Have you ever done that? I've never done it. The other night, it was so fun to do. um, You didn't get in on it, but me and Emil did like masks Mm. and just like it was. I just love sometimes after my microneedling, my face has been like so much smoother. I'm just like getting into not looking at skincare as a burden. I saw a video of Emmy Rossum, um, the actress. Mm-hmm. Remember from Shameless? Yeah. She now has crazy curly hair. She, for years, for her whole career, straightened her hair, did keratin treatments, and now she's embracing her curls. And I watched this video of her like being like, I love skincare. I don't, like, there was no, like, these are my steps and I have to do this. And it's like OCD. Like, I don't like when girls are like OCD about the skincare, but she's just like, I just love it. And it was like, it made me, not look at skincare as like this thing I have to do because I'm trying to stay young and beautiful, but like enjoying just being like kind to yourself and like massaging your skin. It like is so much better than being like throwing on, like doing stuff because you want to stay young. Like it just felt like you're doing it because it feels good in the mm-hmm. moment to like massage your skin. And I think it's, it just taught me to look at things differently. Yeah. I, I you know, I've, I've just never, gotten into masks. I don't think guys do, st- I don't know one guy other than now myself that does a step process. That's like three or five, three to five steps. I know. I could recommend 12 steps to most men. I know. To improve their lives, but. What skincare? Oh. <laughs> um, I mean, I use foreskin on my face. I literally put a dick, a baby's dick on my face. Yeah. Every night. And I've it's. Been, God. I've, it really is. I, my forehead has never felt smoother. Yeah. It's called TNS. Yes. And it's. I don't know. It's they took a foreskin back in the seventies and they just keep replicating it and put it in cream form. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not like a chemist, but that's pretty much what they do. And so I don't I think it rejuvenate I think there's a lot of power in foreskin, I guess. Yeah, I gotta get that stuff. I always I keep forgetting to buy it. You can and, get it online. Yeah, and Lictic is really good for redness. So, so I get red around my nose and mm-hmm. I have psoriasis or yeah. dermatitis sephardis or some shit. <laughs> Sephardis, I have a fart face. <laughs> I have like fart and shit all over my face. So forever I use cortisone, which is like after the fact, which thins your skin mm. after it's red, after it, and then, you know, just get before, ahead of it. And it's manly. 
It's manly to get ahead of it. Yes. We got to change the narrative around therapy and face creams for men. I just got these masks, though, in that same Kinder box. Like, I'm not even... They don't, which one's not, that? They, the, I pay for this thing. So the I'm mud not, one? This mud one, it is, it is so... I've never... I've used these masks before. You know those sheet masks that you buy and you put on your face and you look like Silence of the Lambs? Yes. Those have never made my face feel any different. Uh, girls, if you're out there, does anyone relate to me on this? Never has my face felt better after those. I know that it's like... Supposed to. I've used every single kind, but a mud mask that these and I've I've yeah. used lots of masks throughout my life. None have worked as well as this one that I got in this like kinder box thing. And I forget the name of the place, but I just bought all the masks and I'm obsessed. <laughs> you have to mix them yourself. They come in powders and then you put a little drop of water and you spin it around with your finger. You're supposed to use like a glass bowl with a brush, but like no, you don't. No, no you it don't. It's like when they put the eye shit on it. You gotta pat it. You gotta pat it around. Well, that's fucking, better because you shouldn't like s s no, rub I dig your in. face. I scratch my eyes. Yeah, and I don't rip do the that. holes and I get it inside it. Yeah, yeah, and I look great. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I will. Okay, let's get to the news. <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Oh, it's Tuesday, <laughs> folks. He knows what it means. It is Tuesday. It's not Monday. It's not Wednesday. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Oh. Hope you're having all the swells. Apparently, That's you a are. Very forced gump of you. Tuesday. People call me Forrest Gump. That's good. Not bad. That's really good. Yeah, you just have to be uh, dumb. <laughs> All right, Noah, what do we oh, got? Oh, back to you <laughs> in studio in Phoenix. Tucson. Tucson. I know. Same difference. Yeah. An Idaho man broke oh. a Guinness World Record by running a half marathon while wearing 111 T-shirts uh, and it was to support STEM education. What? Why would that s support STEM education? Well, he was probably here, fundraising. And here, I just wanted to... Was the record okay. before this 110? Probably 100 t-shirts. Yeah. Oh, he's like... It took oh, about... Oh, man. Was he a thin man, but then like those shirts all stacked together make him look a lot bigger? Yes. So it took 25 minutes uh, for him and his team to put the shirts on. It added 40 pounds extra. He said wow. his arms lost circulation, and after a couple of hours, my hands swelled to what felt like twice the size. Oof. My, my normally loose wedding ring yeah. was a constricted ring, and I couldn't even touch my thumb across my hand. That's the problem, is these, when you layer things like that, that have elastic in them, it becomes, have you ever done, you know, had two rubber bands yeah, and put the, and put your hair oh. up with t uh, two ponytail holders as opposed to one. The, it's crazy how much stronger it is I don't when get you it. would think it would just be the same, but like more secure, but it's like, it's stronger. I mean, sure. There's some physics law behind it, but I don't like I don't, wearing um, a rubber band on my wrist. Like I hate that oh, feeling. I know people are freaking about the a ring I still have on my finger, and I want to assure it? everyone that the part of my finger that the ring is on is not making it. It's I don't feel it all day. That's not like squeezing it. It's just I can't get it past my knuckle. But that part that it's on, it does not bother me. I don't think about it, and I'm thinking about buying a condom for my finger so that I can like live a normal <laughs> life because it gets snagged on things and it hurts. Oh, okay. Yeah. You want me to just cut it off? No, because I kind of want to see how long I can go. <laughs> For how stem long cell research? Can I go? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what is uh, what, this STEM guy? STEM is uh, science, technology, emotion, some el electronics, and math, engineering, and math. But is this guy 
did he he wants obviously people to be able to get stem did he get stem himself he'll need it after this fucking Wait, race. what no he wants people to be like to study in those fields it's probably for he like students to, yeah. to be able to afford to go to like and to encourage you know schools. clubs or yeah yeah different uh extracurriculars involving stem or like maybe to raise money for the stem but it's uh, the same classes. some states don't allow stem though right it, it is illegal oh, right i think it's just what? like <laughs> i'm not kidding like there's some places that you can't get stem cell research. well stem cell is stem different stem, stem cells different, are different yeah. than stem stem is an acronym what stem cell? No, stem cells are is an initial. Uh, sorry, acronym. No, stem is an acronym. Yes, yeah, yeah, stem. Is an acronym. Stem is for science, technology. Uh, what do you say? Engineering, Engineering and, math. and math. Okay. Right. So that's just it. Stem is those things. Okay. Is like the oh, sciences. I thought he was doing stem cells over here. No, stem cell is yes. That's in your skincare oh, products. Those are the things you put on your face. Yeah. Oh, the four stems. Yeah. Yeah. So usually you hear STEM with when people are talking about women. There's not enough women in STEM. Science, technology, oh, okay. engineering, and math. Yeah, people really came at me saying there were no female architects. I stand by it. Do you stand by it? Stand by me? <laughs> no, I think there are, are female architects, by the way. Uh, yeah, I would think there are. <laughs> right? Yeah. My, yeah. Did I you think, say there weren't? No, I think it got misconstrued that I said that. I I I was saying that there's not enough women in engineering and that it should be and I think that it came out uh, as engineering and architecture. Oh, okay. okay. Right. All right. Well, it I mean it's not wrong. I think there are less women in STEM fields and that's why there's a huge focus on encouraging women. <laughs> that's why that guy we wore 111 yes. shirts. Yes. To raise awareness. Oh, for girls. Well, in general. Was it for girls or just STEM in, in general? general? In general. <laughs> okay. Well, let's uh, let's go to the next story. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to make a STEM joke, but I can't come up with any more. Nice stems. That's what I say to girls that are scientists. And I go, just focus on your legs, lady. Don't learn math. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm talking about your stems. Yeah. So uh, you might know that the Cannes Film Festival is going on. Con. It's Cannes. I'm just fucking around. Oh. I don't know. I don't know either. It's funny Nikki? to correct it. It's can. Can. Okay. So uh, sure. a screening of yeah. David Cronenberg's Crime of the Cron Future Cron. starring okay. Kristen Stewart prompts walkouts in the first five minutes as child <gasps> autopsies, mutations, oh. and people orgasming while licking open wounds are shown. But wow. the reason why I felt compelled to share this article is because Words. of this image from the movie. Oh no. So it's a blonde mm. woman it. taking oh my a God. scalpel. <laughs> oh my God. To well, another woman's foot. And it kind of looks like you and Sarah Lena in an alternate oh, universe. Oh my God. It really does. <laughs> Can you zoom in on that? Yeah. Yeah. Does. What is she doing to her foot? Can we see what she's doing with like what she's scraping off? She's just like doing surgery, you think? Um, I'll have to text you. So yeah. Oh my God. I would walk into that film. <laughs> yeah, what's the? What? I would pull up my hat, Bill, so is, I could see it all. What is the point of this movie? Is this movie like in the future or something? Uh, it has the word future in it, right? Yes. So the the point of the movie is, um, it's set in the near future and centered around a performance artist couple who grow and remove new organs on stage in front of a live audience. Oh. Okay. Okay. This is you got to send me that picture. I want to send it to Sarah Lena. That's so funny. I just texted it um, to you. <laughs> I did you speaking of 
I don't know why this made. I guess it films it made me think of. Did you did you watch Adam Sandler's whole speech? I did. So funny. It was funny to the NYU class. I liked it. It was really really good. It really revved me up a little bit at the beginning there. Well, he did that as a joke. No, I know, but it went on for like 15 minutes. Just being like, we're the best. We yeah. can do tissues. We can do anything. Yeah, I couldn't believe how long he kept <laughs> in that character. And then he broke character, and the story of his roommate was really touching. And I don't know. He's, I yeah, love that Yeah, it was dude. awesome. He's the best. He just seems, everything you hear about him, the best. And when I babysit for the Apatows, I did talk to him on the phone once, and he was so freaking nice. And he asked me how my night was, and he didn't even know who I was. I was just a babysitter. And he was like, how's your night going? Oh, it's Adam Sandler. He said it's Adam Sandler, and I thought it was a joke, because who says it's Adam Sandler? But when your parents get a call, he thought I was Maude. Mm-hmm. Um, Judd's daughter and so he was like hey Maude it's Adam Sandler and I was like this is not it's like sounds like a prank call of Adam Sandler but you realize that when your parents get a call from their family friend they usually say first and last name like when my dad would get a call oh, yeah. it would be like hey it's Dave Miller calling you know they don't so it it checked out but I loved his speech he does this thing he, so he goes through and he's like he's talking to the class and he's like you know, the NYU school, Tisch School of the Arts is where he went. He's like, Tishes, you can do anything, Tishes. You, you are the performers. You you didn't go to, you know, med school or you didn't go into business school because you care about changing people's lives with performance. You care about, you know, taking, he's like saying all this stuff and you can start to go, whoa, he's just doing a sincere speech. But it was all so that he could do the joke, which is the turn where he goes, now, Tishis, I need you to <laughs> cover, your cover your ears. I'm going to talk to your parents for a second. And he goes, parents, you really fucked up. <laughs> yeah. If you think you're going to, they're going to need you so much more. During, he goes, he tells the parents to pretty much um, move uh, don't tell them. Don't tell your kids where you move from. Only send cards. To send an them. Instagram message. Yeah, but don't give them your, your location. Yeah. You've already given them enough tuition for four years at Tishy is enough. You've <laughs> done. You've done enough. Yes, slip. And then he tells them to slip Martin Scorsese, who's there at the ceremony because <laughs> yeah. his daughter's graduating. He says, "Slip Martin Scorsese a, a, a headshot of your kid. It will work." That's how Leo's mom did it. <laughs> <laughs> It was really good. I mean, it is like, I don't know, some part of me, like I look at that college crowd of these, like all these actors and they still have this optimism that they will. You need that. You need that blind, like yeah. faith. And but then part of me wants to be a pessimistic. I know, I know. And you'll become agents. You'll give up <laughs> and become agents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean a part of you wants to have that? You still have it. I mean, you can't shake it. Anyone who enters into show business is thinking that they are going to defy. Uh, it's yes. like entering the lottery. Like you think you have a chance, and you do because you. I mean, there people do make it. Yeah, no, I, I, I. But I do believe there is a point where you should go. This isn't for me, and it's not because I'm not talented. It's just because I just am unlucky. Because making it is. Yes, it's hard work, but also being someone who works hard is based on if you had the right kind of parents, if you have, you know, if you have a good job to support you through being able to work hard, if you have supportive friends, if you have self-esteem that isn't, you know, diminished by getting bullied in school. It's like you're it's all luck. Yeah. Why why anyone makes it? 
It's not because you're not talented. So I think a lot of people should give up and stop chasing the stupid dream at some point and pursue better things. Because I think that, I don't know if, I think if I wouldn't have made it, I always say like, oh, I would have killed myself because that's a better story than being like, no, I would have just found happiness elsewhere. And I, I would have. I know. I'm I'm trying to think like if you went to school just for entertainment, you know, just to be an actress, Mm -hmm. an expensive school like that. But I guess with an English degree, I mean, is an employer going to go, oh, you know, you went to school, you went to Tish. We're not going to hire you at this marketing firm. You know, like, can you, do you have something and there to... is not enough room for all the actresses that want to be actresses. So, like, it is possible to get trained in something that you just, you can't get on the ship. Like, there's not enough room on the boat. There's too many people that are trained to be on the boat, but we can't fit you all. So some of you can't come. I know. I'm just thinking, though, like... And that's okay. Yeah. What, what are you thinking about? Like, getting a jo- another job somewhere else and being yeah, like, I'm like a if failed you had, actress. Yeah, like, if you had a degree, like... I can't imagine my dad paying for a four-year degree where it was like... It all went to waste. I was going to be a thespian, and it's going to be $180,000. It won't go to waste, though, because you're going to be acting like it was your choice to not pursue that the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're you going to be so skilled. Be like, that was no, a mistake. you know what? I just, no, I just d- decided that acting was just like an empty pursuit, and I didn't want to do it anymore. When really... yeah. Let's be honest. I mean, we let, I, that was a joke, but I do think that it. some people are better off just leave. Acting is, it's way fun to do when you're young and there's less competition in your community theater or high school. And then the more you get and you see more talented people, you realize like, fuck, this is hard. And also this isn't that fun. It's auditions, it's constant rejection. Like the dreams you have when you set out on these goals when you're young, when you're a child, even if you're in high school, senior high school, or when you're 30, <laughs> yeah. you don't know until you get there and you go, this kind of sucks. I wanted to be an actress until I got to my theater auditions and I saw these losers yelling at it themselves in the corners, reciting these monologues and like caring about movement work. No offense to losers, but to me, they were like... These kids are losers. Like yeah. they care so much about these dramatic monologues that I just don't care. This is to me, I don't want to say loser. That was mean. I call them losers because I couldn't be one of them. But I say like it just didn't interest me. And I thought it would have. I liked I liked performing, but I didn't like acting. So sometimes you just don't know. Well, you know, we both watched the Carlin I finally got to watch the Carlin documentary and he said, you know, I'm a stand up comic, I'm not Hollywood or I'm He not wanted an to actor. be an actor really badly. But he wanted to be an actor very yeah. badly. And then he realized that wasn't for him and he was never really actually trained in it but he still wanted to be that he wanted it so badly because he the people he used to admire were actors and were really great comedic actors and he wanted to be like them and he even got his own show eventually the george carlin show which was you know his sign really late on, in life too like it's yeah, 60 in his 60s yeah and it he wasn't good at making things with other people and jerry seinfeld kind of comments on it during the documentary of like comedians don't have to deal with other people weighing in on no. I have to son. wait for that guy to d- be done talking. Yes. That's what Seinfeld oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. But also like the network weighing in. Like you can have this great idea. Like look at Mulaney. Mulaney's the best comedian going, but his without show, question. Yeah. But his show wasn't great. Why? Not because he wasn't great. It's because too many cooks. Yeah. You ever seen Too Many Cooks, the Adult Swim masterpiece? I think so. Maybe. Oh my God! If if you are a listener out there who has not seen too many cooks, 
which is this weird thing that Adult Swim uh, aired at like 4 a.m. one night randomly in 2000, I think, 18. And it's this crazy, it seems like an intro to a 90s sitcom like full house you know like everywhere you look and it's like different characters and they're posing with like it seems like a show it's a show called too many cooks and it's like too many cooks will spoil the broth but we're gonna make it with love (laughs) and it's like too many cooks and it's like uh, it looks like a classic tjif opening to a song but then it does not stop going for 15 minutes and it gets so fucking weird (laughs) and it's so fun to watch aristocrats but for it's television show. I watch it at least twice a year. Right, it I'll is so it because w- the best part is no one warned them that they were going to air this. It just aired apropos of nothing at four in the morning when usually they would be doing these like infomercials and it just came on and you just got to think about the high guys that used to be watching Adult Swim late at night and would go and would just be like watching, you know, like Aqua Teen Hunger Force and like, <laughs> yeah, man, and just left it on. And then all of a sudden. Watch too many cooks and just imagine you're a stoner at 4 a.m. and this thing comes on at, with no introduction. There's no no one knows what the fuck it is, and that's the beauty of too many cooks. And it's it's the best. It's one of my favorite things to watch. You know the one thing I loved about the Sandler speech. Hmm. Speaking of like how many opportunities there are for people that are pursuing this insane you know goal, hmm. he talks about his roommate. Oh, yeah. And then he goes, and his son is on SNL. <laughs> that just made me His giggle. roommate's son? Yeah, his roommate is, please don't destroy those three guys. Have you oh, seen yeah. that? Oh, yeah. And they're great. Yeah. But he's like, be easy on them. They're they're trying hard. <laughs> like, like, he, like, because a lot of people are giving them those guys shit because their dad was a writer. Like, two of them, their dads were writers oh. for SNL. And then maybe that was one of them. Yeah, nepotism is, it's literally everyone in Hollywood. Is the son or daughter of someone, I know. or the? Or but at what point are you like? Well, they're probably talented because well, they, they come are, from but good it, stock. They they are, but yeah. there's other people too. But no, that's the problem. I know. That's the problem. Uh, Anyhow, as someone just, who is not a part of nepotism, I am like anti nepotism. But if my dad were famous, I would be pro nepotism. So yeah, of course. Who who knows? Let's um, let's uh, take a break. And come back with why do I care? Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time. Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. 
Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Noah, why do I care? Why do I care? I bet this story involves someone whose dad or mom is famous because be literally crazy. everyone in Hollywood is a product of some, <laughs> is a progeny of some famous person. 
one of these names is going to be someone. Okay. Guaranteed. Possibly. I heard you. Okay. I mean, I, I saw this on your mm-hmm. Instagram and I really wanted to get your full perspective mm. on Mick Jagger responding to comparisons made about him and Harry Styles. He says he doesn't see too much of himself in the 28 year old. Yes. He also says, uh, I like Harry. We have an easy relationship. I mean, I used to wear a lot of eye makeup than him. Uh, a lot mm. more eye makeup than him. Come on. I was much more androgynous. And he doesn't have a voice like mine or move on stage like me. He just has mm. a superficial resemblance to my younger self, which is fine. He can't help that. <laughs> yes. I think it. I, I think the context <laughs> of which he said cheek, it yeah. sounds like he was being snarky. But if you read that like, yeah, I think he's a great kid. Yeah, he, I wore more eyeliner than him. He just happens to look like me. We sound very different. If you say it like that as opposed to... I mean, or like, yeah, we, uh, I mean, he sounds a lot different than I do. That sounds like shitty, but if he's this, sounds a lot different than me. That sounds nice. Like, I think Mick Jagger is a fan. How could you not be? Harry is so amazing. Mick Jagger's son starred in a HBO show. Oh. Do you know that? Wait, wait Mick Jagger's son? Yeah. Starred in an HBO show? Yeah. That doesn't shock me. When but I- Harry Styles is not connected to anyone. Uh, so that's interesting, because he uh, he had just auditioned for the fucking X Factor, whatever it was. In, in he got the, he got he didn't get passed, and then they put them all together. They put five kids. Together. Okay, yeah, and then um, Mick Jagger, obviously, he I bet he was not the son of anyone famous, but who knows? I Let's feel see. like it's the generation after that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, I think it, his kids, it helps. Like, what his daughter is like a model. Or I don't know if that's his yeah, wife. Yeah, McJagger's kids. There's a couple models. There's a couple. His son was an actor. Yeah. In some movie played a rock and roll. Georgia guy. May Jagger is his daughter. Um. Yeah. So, what are you gonna do? I yeah. I mean, we're all something because our parents. Yeah, were something. because my father was successful, I was able to go to college for free. Like, there's all steps. To, my like, parents are reality TV stars because their daughter. Wow, you flipped it on him. I fucking yeah. Your mom's a child star. I pepnotized him. <laughs> it's the other way around. The old pepnotism. <laughs> Can I just say, based on um, I didn't see last night's two nights ago's episode. Yeah. Yes, my mom played with me as a child. In in the thing I say, my mom didn't play with me as a child. It very much hurt her feelings. She thinks that everyone thinks that she's a bad mom now. And she thinks that I said that to like make her feel bad, which maybe I did. I don't even know what, what kind of fucking mood I was in that day. My mom did play with me as a child. There is, I just don't remember a lot of it, but I don't really remember my dad playing with me either. I just know that I see, I, re, I remember more later in life. But I told my mom today because she was upset with me about it. She really hurt her feelings because she was like, I did play with you as a child. Like producers got me to say that, mom. No, they didn't. No, I was I like, know, I do think, sarcastic. I told my mom, the reason I think I'm obsessed with the fact that you didn't play with us as a child or that's the story I tell myself is because I don't like playing with babies. I don't like playing with kids. I don't like playing Barbies. I don't like playing pretend or like making voices or like I'm going to get you. I don't like it. I'm not good at it. I don't want to do it if I ever have kids. I don't want to be the main person. I will do it, but I want to find a husband who's good at that because my dad was really good at that and I I think that I personify my mom that way to make myself feel better like i'm that way too and my Mm -hmm. mom was and so it's okay Mm -hmm. and i think that's why i say it because i don't like playing with kids i really don't even i don't 
She loves you I so like, much. I like having, I like talking to her like a real person and, and asking her about things she likes and why yeah. she likes them. Like, yeah. I don't like going like, I'm a llama and I'm gonna get you. Like, I don't like that. Like, I run out of things to do. I'm not creative in that way. I'm My brain is not good at that. I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat there. And especially with Legos, like, I can't handle, I can't, I can't go through these steps. You know, there's... 85 steps to put together some kind of Star Wars thing and I'm checked out after seven. I don't mind that because there's like, there we're doing something but if I have to go like, I'm gonna get you, I'm yeah. a mean man like, I or in that bother, <laughs> that I don't wanna have to come up with stuff I just wanna be myself. Yeah. That's why I like stand up and not acting I don't wanna be someone else, I just wanna be me and I think the kid would be fine with that No, they want you to go, they want you to play with that. But who, but who says that you have to do voices? They the do. The kid doesn't. Yes, That's they what do. parents put no, on No, no, no. The kids do. But when my nephew wants to play with me and they want to play babies. Have you ever just sat him down and been like, so here's. Well, thing. you know, the other day I was playing babies with Poppy and I was just like, okay, I'm going to feed this one. And I was being very like, I wasn't yeah, like. Your own voice. I was like, what? what's her name? You know, I was like asking questions that I would normally ask. But there was some element of like, <laughs> okay, this is a doll and I don't care about its feelings. I have to pretend like this doll has feelings and I'm, I'm struggling to do that. Kind I of get thing, that. You know? All right. So my mom played with me. That is that. And let's get to <laughs> Reddit dump. <laughs> Karaoke mode. This is your Reddit dump. Yeah. All right. Um, let me start with, uh, we have some busy videos to show, but um, let me start with, uh, this was on Too Afraid to Ask. It's the subreddit. It was a question. Is it okay to wear lingerie for my husband that I've fucked other dudes in before I met him? Amazing question. Right? Amazing. I would say yes. Andrew, yeah? What do you think? Yeah. I was predicting Andrew would say absolutely not. You just don't want to know about it. Oh, I wouldn't want it to be like, yeah, I fucked this guy. Well, no, but if it's like old clothes, it is tough sometimes. But if sometimes. you found out later on that it was something that she had for her ex-boyfriend maybe gave her, not that she like she wasn't keeping it because it was a present from him, but she just like liked it, so she kept it. What that is bothers. tough for me is when I see like a big oversized t-shirt and I'm like, oh, that was an old boyfriend t-shirt that right. you're still sleeping in. That's tough. But pajamas or, or lingerie, that, you know. I don't want to know the exact specifics. Like, oh, I bought it on a Thursday because he had a heart on and he loved this. Like, I didn't. Want- but you know, a guy like fingered her through it. Yeah, he, like, like weren't specifically like he- for sex. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Uh, someone commented. I love this comment. You are fucking him with the same pussy that you fucked other dudes with. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's good point. true. <laughs> that would be so funny if a guy was like, "You need to get a new pussy." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Laundry's fine. Um. All right. Uh. How would you guys feel if some guy, I guess guys don't, don't put on anything really specific to get fucked? I don't care about anything. any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really don't. If I feel like they still like her, then then that's an issue. But what if, if they're with the me, they don't condom? like her. What about a sex toy? <laughs> you use the same condom? <laughs> sex toy? I would not, bo- I would not, that wouldn't bother me at all because clean them. I mean, like I, I use, I wear used clothes. Like I wear like, that's a very intimate thing. That's rubbing on their skin. Like. Uh, a silicone thing that you can clean that can get very clean easily because it doesn't have a lot of nooks and crannies. It's just like a s- sleek. Yeah. So, like, there's nothing about that I wouldn't. And it goes back you to use silverware that people yeah. that people put in their mouths at restaurants and you clean that. Like, what's the big deal? No, I, I get that. I think if you could separate that, good for you. Yeah. Okay, like, this was an Ask Men. Okay. 
um, and it said, what is one thing that you would like your ex to know? Hmm. One guy said that my life has been mostly a series of dreadfully bad decisions. I considered getting back together with you the worst one I've ever made. Whenever I'm going through a rough patch in my life, I still chuckle knowing it's nothing to do. It's nothing to what I endured with you. You Jesus. are the standard of which I mes measure misery and pain by. Thank you for that. I don't want anything to do with that. Someone said she taught me to take it slow so I don't wind up in a relationship with someone like her again. Wait, what? why? You don't have anything to do with what? The anger and the fucking feeling that he wants to tell her that she's miserable and all that shit. Yeah, I mean, that guy's still holding a lot of anger and hate. Someone said, can I have my guitar back? You sort of forgot to give it to me, uh, <laughs> so I was wondering. You just forgot to give it back to me. If, um, it's not worth it to me, but f for my last serious relationship, I would like to apologize because... Oh. And, you know, like I... um. I was clearing out all my texts to like save room on my phone and I found our last text after he had broken up with me and I read it today and there was so much pointing at him like you did this and you knew about that and you knew what I was asking for and I read it back you know me in the present and I think that like he was the one who urged me to go to therapy. And I think if it wasn't for him just breaking up with me and putting me at like my lowest point, I probably wouldn't be close to where I am today. So I'd probably say thanks and I'm sorry <laughs> that I tortured oh you. Oh my God. I bet he would like to hear that. I'm but not gonna reach out. It's too not weird. <laughs> not worth it. Too weird. Um, that's interesting though. Have you read any somehow. like last exchanges with an ex and just kind of seen it through a different oh, lens? Yeah. Um, I have apologized. I apologized to one of my exes really in a very sincere way. And um, on the like, show, on this show, with made Zach. amends. Zach? Yeah, I mean, to Zach, I did. But then to another one, I did. Um, I gave a really I made a voice memo and I just sent it to him and I was like, you know, not even a memo that disappears. I gave him like, a, I recorded it and then just sent it over and was just like, because I didn't want to be interrupted. I just wanted to like get it out there and just say like, hey, I fucked up and I, I shouldn't. I wow. was sad you rejected me and I handled it in a bad way. And he accepted it. And ever since then, we've it hasn't felt like hate, at least from my perspective. It's so nice when you apologize. You just don't you if they're mad at you. It has nothing to do with you anymore because you've like you, the past for you is the past. You've made up for for in my mind. I don't think I left anything untouched of that. I owed an apology for. And if if I did, I would love to know it. And then I would make up for that, too. But it just feels like freeing. But if I could say something to my ex, I would say, I'll see you tonight, babe, because I'm back <laughs> with him. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Um, no, I have so <laughs> many things that I would like to say to certain people, but it's almost not worth it because, um, like I don't want to engage. I don't want the, I don't want to have, I don't want to talk to them again. Mm -hmm. And it's, but there, yeah, there are things, but I'll just write them in songs or jokes and then they'll see it when they watch my thing and then they go, Oh God, I wish I would have not fucked that up. And, but the thing is. Even if you didn't, I'd probably have realized you were not good enough by now anyway. Mm -hmm. That's what I like to tell myself. Yeah, I wouldn't want to 
re-engage if there's no if if we were friends still or yeah. friendly then maybe i would maybe bring something up but i'm not gonna yeah. write someone out of the blue to get my whatever emotions out yeah also I'm, i don't want to like then you have to get an email back and then do you have to email yes. back to that yes. oh my god if it was an exchange exchange back and we yeah. knew that it was done then yes. i could maybe do something yes. but i don't want it to be 17 messages later and and then fighting again about the same <laughs> thing <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> then you got to break up with them again yeah it's it's, it's like i was saying about the, like the meet and greets if a guy grabs your ass and you call him out for then it it's it just more back. stuff yeah. to do it's just like let it go <laughs> Um, Wait till I, you stop walking like a banana. You're going to get a lot of more ass grabs. Oh, my God. That thing's <laughs> going to be sticking out, ready to go. Um, whenever I really do feel like I want to like get out some anger about yeah. an ex, I sing the Taylor Swift song, I Bet You Think About Me. That song really kicks into some feelings. But it's but if you do have things that you still want to tell an ex, it's because you're holding on to some kind of resentment that has more to do with you than than them, and it's a sign that you gotta gotta keep working There's on yourself. There's a Toby Keith song called "How Do You Like Me Now?" Now Ooh. that I'm on my way, you think, and it's just him talking shit to an ex about like. He's he's done everything he said he was going to do. Way to communicate with yeah, people. Yeah, if you're yeah. an artist, I mean, as a comedian, I find it very therapeutic to write bits about people and like surreptitiously like address things. But man, a really good song that people <laughs> that that person has to hear the rest of their fucking life that you get successful from. Yeah. Oh. From your spite. If you get broken up with, it's great. She wrote that song "Mean" about a critic that made fun of her voice at the Grammys. Mm. And she wrote the song Mean about how, like, you're a liar about and John pathetic Mayer. and alone in life and mean and mean and mean. And at the end of it, she's singing it at the Grammys. She goes, someday I'll, I'll be, be singing it at the Grammys and all you're ever going to be is mean. And so she sang at the Grammys, wrote the song because he trashed her for how she sang at the Grammys and then came back and won album, maybe album of, not album of the year, but won for that song. Yeah, that's, a, that's 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 a great that's a great thing. Oh, I don't know if you can break geez. up with someone and then write this song. Yeah, <laughs> you weren't good enough for me. No, there's me. a lot of breakup songs that I hear that are like, "I'm sorry, yeah, but I just true. had to go, and I well, loved like you." Well, like Adele's and I, new song. Yeah, take it easy on me. Yeah, or easy on me. Ooh, that Is one's so good. On? Yeah, easy on me. That one's really good. God, that's so. good. All right, let's keep going. So let me see. Um, uh, this is a good one. This is just a good story. Okay, so this is from True Off My Chest. It's where people just let something out. It says, I'm divorcing my wife because she has been late for 90% of everything we've ever done together. Everyone we know is shocked and confused, but I don't care. This guy's awesome. No, I'm not having an affair. No, I'm not having a midlife crisis. No, I'm not looking for a younger woman. No, I'm not hiding anything. My wife and I have been together for 12 years. During this time, she has not made even the slightest amount of effort to be on time for anything we did. When we were dating, average wait times were 15 minutes to an hour for her to finally fucking show up. I waited because I loved her. After marriage, she somehow got worse. And after childbirth, she got even worse. She used to blame circumstances for being late every time, but now she just blames our son. I put up with it because I loved her. Example one, da 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 da. Example two, da 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 da. Example three, da 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 da. I'm so sick and tired of it. Dinner reservations are always a toss up because restaurants in our area have no chill and will cancel your reservation if you're a minute late. Blah 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 blah. blah. 
he goes all the way down. He goes, um, meeting up with friends, going to a children's event with our son. For fuck's sake, even trying to take a walk is it, uh, walk is an ordeal of trying to get her to put the goddamn phone down and get ready so I don't have to stand there like an idiot. I think my boiling point was last week when I stood at the entrance of our house for 20 minutes with our son as he grew increasingly impatient and then seeing she had it abruptly decided to start vacuuming the house. I'm getting spammed with calls from mutual friends and family. She went and told everyone that we're getting divorced. Everyone wants to talk me out of it. I just broke... I just broke after years of patience. I have no regrets. What do you think? Final thought. I mean, she'll probably be on time to get that alimony money. No, I'm just fucking around. But they, so, I, 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 I think, think it's a, a good. I don't think it's a, the worst reason to not get divorced. Like that I've heard. Like yeah, I, and I think throughout that story, I mean, skipped a lot, but I think. It's if it's something that you've addressed and said this is something I can't put up with and you need to fix it or I'm gone. Bye. I, I think it's like a like um, agoraphobia or something like that. S- some kind of what do you mean? Like she's afraid to leave the house, and she, kind of and thing. And she keeps delaying it, or like a social anxiety thing, and she just keeps sabotaging herself. But people who are constantly chronically late, and I'm I'm one of them. There have been times in my life where I just am seven minutes late, ten minutes late, fifteen <laughs> minutes late to everything. <laughs> I tell people how late I'm going to be generally. This podcast excluded because Noah knows at this point. Like, But generally, if I'm late to something, I say three minutes, seven minutes. I don't say, these people that go, I'll be there in five minutes and it's 20 minutes, fuck you. Fuck you. It's fine you're 20 minutes late. Don't lie about it. That No one's believing mm-hmm. that that 20 minutes was five minutes because you lied about it. You, I know you can't help being late. I really do believe that. But you need to be accountable for what you are and you need to try to fix it. It is not something that's unfixable. You can be on time. You're choosing not to address the issues that are keeping you chronically late. Yeah, it's like, you know, someone will go, well, that's my thing. Like, I'm just late. This has nothing to do with you. But then if it does affect you negatively, it does have something to do with you. Yes. A lot of people hide behind. Well, this is this has nothing. This isn't you. This is my thing. But your thing creeps in to yeah. that, to your and thing. Your thing is actually, I don't want to be around it anymore. So if you want to stay with me and yeah. you love me enough to, I'm important enough to you more than it is keeping this habit going or like addressing the issues that you're scared to address that keep you late, then bye. And I'm sure in her mind, she might have a thing where it could be out of spite that he's, he's doing something leaving wrong. leaving her. I think he should have done it much sooner. Before a kid. Yeah. But- uh, but you know what I mean? Like, sh- sh- there could be something on her end where I'm sure he had this conversation sure this with her a, a thousand times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He sounds yeah, real great. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds Chris like a really Angel. chill person. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get to this next one. This is from um, me IRL, which is like just tweets that people repost that are like, this is so me or whatever. So this is from average average underscore dad one on Instagram in college. I had a roommate that would set his normal alarm plus a separate alarm for 3 a.m. So that he would wake up in the middle of the night and be excited about how much longer he had left to sleep. What? Still not sure if he was a genius or a psycho. I wait, love wait, this. How old, what, what, where were they? So he would set. No, I know. I know. College. In, co- oh, in college. He had a roommate. I killed the guy. No, but I mean, just the, the <laughs> idea of setting an alarm at three o'clock. I love when I wake up at three o'clock. <laughs> I and do I too. Realize Wait, don't I, wake me up. I started Again, doing this after thing. I read this tweet. It's not my thing. I love it. Your thing's creeping into my thing. If it was, if he wore headphones and got the alarm inside his own head, but if you're waking me up yeah. every morning at th- or every day at three, fuck that. It's going to train selfish. you to just keep waking up at three. 
when you could be sleeping through. Yeah. Just be careful. I, I don't get that. I get what he's I doing. I love, sometimes I will set my, like if I have to get up at seven, Yeah. I set my alarm for 5.30 so I can just keep pressing snooze because oh. that 5.30, knowing that I have an hour and a half left is great. And I'd rather hit snooze continually than, than have the first time I wake up be when I have to get up. And I know that's probably like the worst way to do it. This is from Made Me Cry, um, the subreddit. Yeah, but when you do that, is someone else in bed with you? No, I would never do it if exactly, someone else Exactly, that's is my in bed. point. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> but that's what that kid was doing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I'm in college, though, and I'm just like, a, have a roommate, I don't get really give a fuck about them, because oh, I'm I a did, college kid. I, I mean, now I wouldn't do that to a roommate. I mean, yeah. Seth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Seth. So this is from Made Me Cry. It says, I mean, I'd rather die... Okay, so it says... Um, this is from a tweet from Ashton Law, A-S-H-T-Y-N Law. My dentist gave me a stern talk when I said I hadn't been to a dentist in 30 years. I told her I couldn't afford it and had no insurance. <laughs> well, what did you do when you were sick, she asked. She looked at me blankly when I said I waited it out until I thought I was going to die. <laughs> and isn't that what we all do? Yeah, man. People are afraid of the doctor, afraid of the dentist. Or we put things off. I got to go to the dentist. What's a good... I don't know. I'm sure I have about $900 worth of work to do in my teeth right now. At least. I can, already, so I can literally feel it with my tongue. Yeah. My back teeth are falling apart. You should go to a dentist. You have money now. You know? Like, yeah. take care of yourself. Because it, down the I, road, it's going to be even more money. And just so you know, Andrew, I, know. I had a period of oh. like six years, and I was terrified of going to the dentist, and I finally did it. And uh, he did, the, you know, like he did the inspection and everything. They did the cleaning, and he's like, all right. And I was like, that's it? You're done? He's like, yeah. Oh, we always do and that with like, doctors. We always think yeah, I was like, they've never seen this before. I don't have cavities. Yeah, they are so used to it. And he's like, do you want to have cavities? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you kind of want something, right? You want something in there. <laughs> um, Remember I told you that dentist asked me if I was a smoker. Oh, my God. That is so funny. He goes, so how long have you been smoking? I go, I've never smoked. And he just goes, interesting. Fuck. Interesting. That haunts me. Interesting. Um, I'll close with this. It was a tweet that I can't find anymore, but it said, um, "Oh, here it is. This is from Zeal on T Zeal on Zeal Zealaton PC from Technically the Truth is <laughs> yes. the is the um, thing. So things that are technically the truth. It says condoms are for fucking pussies. Just straight up. Yeah. Oh, because they are for fucking. Yeah, they pussies. are for fucking pussies. Did you see what he did there? I he did. changed the words. He made it different. It's so absurd. We gotta go. Um, I gotta do an audition. Am I going to practice? No, nah, man. Chris is gonna come over. He's gonna help me put it on tape. We're gonna read the lines together. But I haven't even printed the stuff yet. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're. I love how you're just going off script. You're not rhyming worth a shit. But I'm no, not mad at it. I hope you get this audition and you fucking nail it because it's inside you and you're a dreamer and you're a tishy. Well, you didn't get in. You went to Kansas City. I didn't. And then did, you went well, to Colorado. Don't freaking tish. interrupt my Fuck, rap. Sorry. I'll freaking slap your crap. I'll eat your. DJ cap. Khaled, <laughs> Nikki Glazer, We the Best <laughs> Podcast. Okay. Done? I'm sorry. Don't ever. <laughs> okay, guys. Topeka and Jack. Jack Rap. It. Jack Rapid. Oh, I like that. Okay. Like that. It's a play on words. Fucking pussy.
Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.